0: Okay, hello and welcome to a very exciting instalment of Left On Red. It's our international special.
1: So just before we get into today's international special, I'd just like to welcome our first ever guest on the Left On Red podcast. He's a dear mate of ours both and a really, really
2: big gooner. Welcome to the show, Rafa Ribe. It is an honour to be here. Uh, me and Costa are going to be travelling to South America he'll be visiting me and we can be speaking to some gooners around the world
1: In advance of our new format where we're going to be discussing some memories of Arsenal that we're fond of we thought it'd be quite interesting to get a different perspective on the last section of Arsenal matches so in between the two international breaks from our guests considering we've got a guest for the first time so we thought we'd have a chat about Mikel Arteta where the team are at and how the results have been um, what it's looking like for the fixtures up and coming
2: yeah I mean I think it's been a really it's an interesting point in the Arsenal season because obviously we start the season terribly and everyone was Mikel Arteta, uh, Arteta out uh, and there was a lot of negativity around the club and I don't think we were playing at the level where we can get to and where we are normally um, and then obviously three wins on the bounce maybe not the most elegant wins uh, and convincing but then that Tottenham game 3-1 uh, I mean that's about as convincing as it gets but I thought the Brighton game was really interesting because it gave us an opportunity to see kind of where we are at a football club, we're not that team that's going to get popped 5-0 by City, nor are we that team that's going to get, you know, 15 shots off in the first half against Tottenham, um, and we weren't brilliant at Brighton, I do think we can get better, but I thought it gave us a good insight into um, where we are at a club, and, I mean, Brighton are a good team, so it wasn't it wasn't a terrible result.
1: No, no they, are, thought, they are a good team, and I think you're right, it sort of balanced the weight, Yeah.
0: It was a bit of a shame that that was the result that came just before the international break. Because I think it brought back a little bit of negativity. um, Given that, I mean, if you look at it as a four-game sort of stint, you got 12 points available and we got 10. And given that in there is Burnley away, Brighton away, Spurs at home...
2: I mean, I think if, if you change the order of those fixtures and we put, so we get two wins of the bounce against Norwich and Burnley, so we then drew to a good Brighton team who are on form, who've got four wins to the draw from their first five games or whatever it was, and then we beat 3-1 to Spurs. Yeah. then it's completely different. It's, yeah, it's a dif- different
1: atmosphere. Yeah, so it was a bit annoying that... In some ways, I prefer it the way it's happened, though, so that we sort of have a calmness and a balance to how we're discussing it. Because if we'd just come off a 3-1 win against Spurs, mm-hmm. some of the comments we might be saying might be a little bit fed out of excitement rather than what, yeah. what we're really thinking think about. We're where we are. And that's
2: what I'm saying, it's good to get that kind of middle point of where we are in a team. We're, I mean, we're not the Arsenal world, we're not going to be popping teams 3-1, but nor are we the team that's going to get popped five now. And I think it was good to get our fans, uh, our expectations to be realistic and yeah. to have a good understanding of where we are. Yeah, I really think we
0: were, we were probably uh, guilty of a bit of Excited views, I'd say. I, 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 I think,
1: yeah. fans. That's coming Yeah. A, that's that's what you want. B, I don't think we were overly no, really no. ridiculous with any of our comments. I think we we said everything with nuance, with balance. Yeah. In order to create a reflection of the excitement just after a massive win, but also in perspective of the context of where the club is right now. Yeah.
0: No, and I think it's probably the Brighton game, along with actually, I think it might probably end up looking like quite a good point at the end of the season. Um, it's quite a necessary sort of back-down-to-earth result.
1: I think the clean sheet is the big positive point that we can take away from the yeah. game. Because, yes, we drew, yes. It was really a point game rather than two drops. Yeah. Which... And
2: I think I said the same thing when we, when we lost to Brentford and it was a horrific performance. I didn't enjoy it at all. But a lot of teams were going to drop points at the stadium. And the same thing, yeah. it's the same case for Brighton. And it's, it's a decent point and you take that in the chin.
0: I think what would be quite interesting to ask is because we've been uh, very praising of our, our back five at the moment and, um, and thinking that they're really a foundation for us to kick on with. And I was just wondering what your thoughts on those back five were.
2: Right. But I'm really impressed. Um, Ramseau is obviously he's really juxtaposed There's Leno, who's kind of that German who's calm, kind of collected, doesn't speak much. Ramseau out there. He, he, he talks to the defence. And it's just, it's been really refreshing. You think it's those six new signings, two of them, three of them, even uh, with White, Ramsdale and and Tommy Atta have really brought fresh air. And it's just a feeling of um, excitement and renewed uh, positivity. Yeah. Uh, And I think that's been really... Do you know what I think we should do? We didn't plan this, but I think it'd be quite
1: interesting considering the fact that we do player ratings after each match. I think we should do RAS player ratings after the four games in between. Two this so this! Yeah, it's off the Entrepreneurial. This is what we get on the left and This is what you
0: get. You get live action.
2: Is, we're just bouncing off each other. This is so fluid. and yeah. It's, there's just it's, like the, like it's the energy that Raph brings to the table. Yeah, it is. Well, brings the player he ratings about Player ratings is when you change the game. You think player
1: ratings, you think Raph. Yeah. Right, so let's get Raph's verdict on... Our starting 11 and a few players that have been in and out of the team and how they've done in the last four games. We'll start with our new number
2: one, Aaron Ramsdale. I absolutely love the guy. He, when we score a goal, he celebrates with the fans. That's been really big at the Emirates and it's been part of the, the good energy and the complete change. So I think Ramsdale celebrating with the fans, really making us feel involved, has been massive. But not only that, he's been commanding. He's been, and as I said, contrasting to Leno, he dominates his box, he talks his defenders. I give him a 9 out of 10. Yeah, I'd agree. I'll yeah. uh, just add that his playing out from the back has been better than Leno as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tomiyasu. Tomiyasu, I give an 8. Yeah. Uh, he's been dominating. He dominates his defenders. Uh, he had Son on toast. Son didn't want any of him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and to, I mean, Son's a player who really he goes at players, he drives with them, but he, from the first minute, he knew that Tomiyasu wasn't going to have any of that. He had him on toast. Um I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, but he's not going to stay at that level all season. And no. obviously, there's a, uh, a new signing, you get that buzz, and, you, and when you really uh, kick off well, then that stays for a while. It's not going to stay forever. So I I hope that our fans have patience with him. Uh, I've also been impressed with his technical ability with both feet, he can ping a ball. Um, I'll give him an 8. Just based on the discussion that we were prior having about. Brighton
1: How that reflected The balancing in the scales Of our mm. uh, thoughts I think I give like Tomies It, me, yes, it was just a 7 One down yeah, I think th- Because he got Absolutely bombarded By Yeah, yeah it was the, the
0: sort of First game Where he actually Had to yeah. defend With his feet
1: Rather than Aerial no, yeah, yeah, right. And
0: it didn't Didn't go very but well on the
1: whole He's been outstanding yeah. you know, mm. like, no, I he, He's, he's been a big part Of the improvement That right. our team's made Ben White
2: Ben White I give a 7 as well Okay, um, I do think he's better than any defender we've got. Uh, and I, I think agree. He, not that that's a very high bar. No, we've got, we've got the bars. Some, the I bars mean, being raised gradually, though. I'm mean, not Especially te- technically wise, as if team, yeah. he's got absolutely nothing about him. He's like, I've lost a lot of patience with him. I know. Him. I know he's a fan favourite, but I no, we,
1: we we've touched on this, haven't, haven't we? We're in possession, <laughs> when he's asked to actually play further down the pitch he just decides to lump it because he's not that he's he, he, he shanks the ball in his shots he's, he's got absolutely no backlift on it he just absolutely yoinks no, it no no Raph's sounding very out. cutthroat but he's being been competing yeah, to yeah. we have touched on it but I haven't wanted to dive into it too much because we don't want to aggravate fans that are in love with him because he does bring so many so many good qualities in the final mm. thirds mm. step overs and crosses that's essentially what his game is yeah there
0: is there is a bit of frustration when it comes to teaming, as there is as we were talking about with Aubameyang with Sort of first touch and being mm. able to link up. But with the other difference players. is that
1: Abameyang does only one aspect of his role, and yeah. the rest of it he's incapable of doing. Whereas Tierney does two aspects of his role really well. His one v one defending is superb, yeah. and his final third getting past the man and crossing is mm. outstanding. Yeah. It's just the composure to play football on the ground when he's further down the pitch. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, but back I mean, to Ben White. Back to <laughs> Ben White. I think he has been. I think it's been good. I think he's proved. I mean, when he came in, a lot of people said that he's got his technical ability, but struggled, struggled dominating against defenders. But I think he's even won more headers than Gabriel. Think been the other way, other way, way around, actually. Exactly. Exactly. Out. Gabriel's really improved his passing because he wasn't at it last season. And Ben White, I think, has been really good in the air as well as his technical uh, and his passing improving, which inevitably will. Okay, um, Gabriel, and his partner. I give him an eight yeah i think I, I think he's just as good if not better uh and i think i've been really a uh, bit really presence. surprised by it. no no he's always had his presence but i've been surprised by his his passing his passing out of the back he seems he's he's willing to take that extra touch a bit more composure i think he's been really good of given an eight perfect Kieran Tierney, let's not talk about him too much because
1: we just we've just <laughs> spent a little just bit of time. Him. I mean, I've got, but, but we love him. Like, we we yeah, love we him, do. but he's,
2: he's also just off form, and that happens with him. And he's been really good despite his injuries every yeah. time he's played, and now he's off form, and so he's not as good. To he's perhaps. still been defensively sound though. Yeah. Exactly. What'd you give him? Four. <laughs> four for the last <laughs> he's four. Been, he's been shit, man. Ooh. I think oh, four's harsh. So four I'd is say, so hard, I'd right? say
1: if, if we do six as an average, she'd be yeah, six. I'll give her six. Average, surely,
2: okay, well, five.
1: I'm five point five. I think the way it works here, yeah. Ralph, oh, right. is yeah. we one to five
0: is <laughs> poor to below average, right. and then six to ten is average too.
2: I to. I think below average. Right. You know. No, that was going to. No, that's fair. No, it's it's what I've come to podcast for it's This like, is it's, yeah, it's, it's a, a new, new opinion. Really, it's what they didn't see coming. Thomas Partey Uh, I would give him a six. Okay. All right. I I disagree. Do you? I disagree.
1: I think that he's been an anchor for us. He does things that people don't necessarily tend to watch so much where he drops in between the back two, when one centre-back's been committed out wide, which covers so much transitional space. I think he's been the glue between midfield and attack. His passing angles are good, the way he receives the ball is amazing and there's still a level to go, which is why exactly. I can understand you say six, but I think six is harsh. I, th- I
2: think he's been better in this last section of the season than he was by a mile um, last yeah, season. I just, I just sometimes see party in the game and he is five levels above anyone else on that pitch and I don't think he's reached that level of kind of opening his body and he can beat three men with, with just that and that one touch and I think he has been solid. And I think he has been a good act- anchor. And I think if Mamadou had produced the performances, I'd be giving him an eight. But because I know party can get to that next level, yeah. I've maybe been harsh on him. Yeah, he's maybe a of... seven's fairer then. But yeah. I understand what you're saying. Mm. He's cursed by his own talent. Exactly. Um, so Lacunga, Lokonga, I mean, he has he has he's, he's lost his place slightly over the last couple of games. Um, but I think he's been good. I think he's defensively he's quite vulnerable, but his passing is. Really good, and it, and it has been throughout with a consistent level. I give him a seven. Okay, I, I think we should do the dream duo our academy boys together at the and Saka. What, what are you saying for them? I give the SR uh, a nine. Yeah, uh, he has been unreal. I think he's been our best player of the season. He drives with the ball, he's always been good. Uh, he was he, he's been what Saka was last season when we haven't been playing well. He's still driven with the ball and has been yeah. able to make a chance out of nothing. I give Saka a six. I actually agree with the second rating, I
1: think. Yeah. He's just come to fruition a little bit of late in the last two games. Yeah. But even so, his whole performance for 90 minutes hasn't been Yeah, it hasn't insane. been at the level that we're used to. But, but the Spurs performance he But he's getting there. He had a traumatic summer, he's been yeah, waiting for well, exactly. many minutes. Yeah. He's still and been he's, not being, he's not being terrible, he's getting there. He's and just he's just still traumatic. scored a goal in the North London Derby. Exactly.
2: So. I mean, which warranted 10, really. Um, so, Odegaard. Odegaard, I give the uh, a 7. Same thing with party. I think... I, uh, I think he is capable of more, but he's been solid. Uh, maybe not so good in our last game against Brighton, hence why he was taken off. But yeah. he's, he's always willing to take the ball, uh, open up his body. It and for so much responsibility. For the takes team. so yeah, much responsibility. It's similar to Ozil, to where you just drop and just always take the ball and just dish it off left, right and centre. Right. Now, our captain, Abame, I don't think we need to spend too much
1: time on this one because we've already... Raf's got the same opinion as us too. Yeah, for what we've said in the last few weeks, guys, it's going but to be he's pretty similar. A really bad footballer. Yeah, so is that is the that opinion? That's
0: that's yeah. the yeah. Sort of, we don't yeah. go as harsh as that, but essentially, I mean, well, it's, it's the truth,
1: isn't it? Yeah. He's not very good at football. He's a great runner off the shoulder. He's got great athleticism. Yeah, his movement. He's got good anticipation and movement, so he's got fundamentals to be an number mm. nine
2: but not really the I mean, fundamental we'll play get, football. I think we'll get 10-15 goals this season, not more than that, but I think he will get us goals and those goals will be important, but I do want him outside right now. So what rating would you give him? Uh I would give him a 5. Okay. okay
0: I'd
2: give him less, I would give him
1: a 3. <laughs> but let's move.
0: Okay, so actually just conscious that we haven't mentioned what the international special is going to be, so we'll introduce that now. We're going to do two games each, and they're going to be our favourite Arsenal memories growing up. I think it might. Well, some of them
1: is too hard to pick. Just yeah, two. it's
0: yeah. That we won't include all of them, but it's going to. Be, I think it's going to be quite interesting, given that we're a little bit younger. We're not just going to be sat here and. Saying that, you know, we remember the Invincibles and the, the Double
1: So the idea is that every international break will come up with a different format to make it a little bit more interesting for you guys. Yeah. Away from our normal structure. So next time it probably won't be a memory-based episode, but it'll be something else. Yeah. Let's crack on with yeah. it.
0: So I'm going to start with my two games. Sure. Um, I, Which means I actually get the pick of the bunch, which is quite nice. Uh... The first game I'm going to go with is I'm going to go with Arsenal 2, Chelsea 1 in the FA Cup final in 2017.
1: Okay, cool. I like
0: it. That was just a fantastic day. Uh, We were actually there, luckily enough. We were in... We were sat in row four, just behind where Giroud put the ball in for Ramsey Mm. to head home. Right, yeah. Uh, Not the the first
1: time he's done that in the FA Cup final.
0: So, yeah, that day, only slightly... Marred by me rupturing my cruise ligament in the goal celebration. what happen. Anyway. For oh, well, I'd be worried if you didn't. I'd do it all again. Yeah. I'd do it all again. Were you two there?
2: No, no, I wasn't. I was watching at home with my dad. Nice. And it was a lovely, lovely day. Yeah. I
1: I've got a less memorable experience of that match because I don't remember anything about it apart from the highlights because I was somewhere, fuck knows where, on a train back from somewhere after an away game for West Ham so um, oh, no way i could have gotten out of it and i just i remember actually the few hours after the match finished i got back to Highbury in islington from a long train journey and i remember just Arsenal fans mobbed yeah. around the area oh, it's lovely just all mental and then i just thought okay you know yeah times
0: Highbury on uh, cup final day is really really nice um but yeah, I think that, that day for me was just a lot more special. I mean, one, because obviously it was amazing being there. But two, it just sort of seemed like everything that could go right on that day did go right. I remember on the way up uh, listening to a few Chelsea fans that were singing about Conte having won the double already. Mm. Um, and it was just lovely to beat them. It was. it was lovely that it was them. And it was also just an amazing performance from... Two fantastic players, Sanchez the, and Ozil. There
1: were legendary um, battles, sort of backstory behind the final as well, wasn't there, with the Holding Murta Sacker? I know we played a back three one, yeah. I was in there as well, but the Holding Murta sort of story, oh, but neither that, of them really that, ever played for us mm, properly. Part,
0: part of why it's gone in there is just for the moment where Indeed. yeah, Holding yeah. gets up from a little headlock with Diego Costa, and as he's walking back to get back in position, Holding just looks at Costa and goes, you're a fucking psycho, mate. Yeah. Just love that. And, it's...
2: and there's, 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 there's some players that Arsenal fans just all hate and Diego Costa was one of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's a beautiful moment when not well, only do you get the win but you also get to... Although I the was space.
1: commonly just referred to as Diego Costa as I was growing up through puberty at secondary school. Sort of like year seven to nine. Yeah, do you do look mean, a little bit like No, Diego I don't. Costa. No, Let's no, not it's the thing the, you do. No, I really yeah, don't. Got the Guys, gym. I'm going to have to put a picture of myself up on the internet because I don't. Hmm little bit okay
0: yeah so for me that one just has to go in there um one of the cup finals was going to go in there and i think that one had to be it i mean the villa day out was really really great um but just because it was against chelsea and because it was like a last minute ish winner and a derby yeah it was fantastic
2: and we never beat chelsea or at that point we didn't we, yeah exactly we always we do in well. the
0: FA cup finals yeah well, now we've become their bogey team a little bit, apart from... A little
2: bit, apart from getting bank to the Emirates. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, and my second game, just because I don't want to take some of the special games away from Harry and Raf, I'm going to go with one that I don't think they would have said, and I'm going to go with the 4-1 result at home to Norwich in the 13-14 season.
1: With with Aaron Ramsey's goals. super goal, the the Wilshire Aaron goal. Aaron Ramsey's goals the and Ramsey's goal. Jack
0: Wilshere's goals and a Mesut Ozil header. You
1: mean the best goal in Premier League history? Yeah. yeah
0: okay. uh, that was a brilliant day. Just perfect, perfect Arsenal day. Mm. Sunny day as well, right? Really sunny. Brilliant football goals. Ramsey's goals were both right in front of me. Um, that was his
2: best season in the Arsenal, show wasn't
0: it? Oh, when I was. It was at, a I was different green. I the bit of bit of a um. <laughs>
2: What are you laughing at here, Harry? <laughs> Why does he have to say different? <laughs> oh, was different gravy. Well,
0: that's, that's just how Raph right. No,
2: eats. I know, but... That's what Aaron Ramsey does to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I was, so I was having this conversation with uh, a couple of mates the other day, and I'd be interesting... I'd be interested. Interested. I'd be interested. Yeah. I'd be interested to hear what you both think about it. Mm. I was having the argument of Luka Modric now, Right? right. In his current form, I think we've had this conversation. Have we've, we? We've had yeah.
1: it in a couple of years ago where it was more applicable. Well,
2: all right. I mean, Aaron Ramsdale. Aaron
1: Ramsdale.
2: Aaron Ramsdale and yeah. Ramsey does also take him. Yeah, Aaron I. Was, does not take Luka Modric right now. No, 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 no. no, no, no. 13, 14. 13, no. 14, oh, 13, 14. 14. I was that was the just, argument. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, he does take him, but yeah. he's still not as good as football. I mean him. no, of course not. But they're, they're also different midfielders. Yeah. But anyway that's that's,
0: that's nothing to do with the Norwich game, sorry about that um little sidetrack. But I assume both of you were there for that one. I was yes, there. I was. Yeah. Oh Brilliant day.
1: The game didn't really, I don't really remember much from the game, I just remember the goal. And just thinking about, this what? is the best goal ever. Not all the goals. No.
0: Just, I remember
1: the Ramsey goal at the end where he's turned down.
0: He sat two down and yeah. then bent it into the bottom corner. It was a little bit like, um, uh, Henri's goal at home to Liverpool during okay, the Invincible but, season. Uh, where yeah, he, it wasn't was, on that level. It wasn't on that mean. level, but the sort of sidestep yeah, um, and bend into the far corner reminded me a little yeah. bit of it. But yeah, I just I wanted to pick that game because it sort of it really sums up my Arsenal
1: supporting life as a child. Um, I think also the Wilshire goal. Um, Mirrors or reflects the sort of philosophy of Arsenal. Yeah, and and it, play football. it mirrors
0: what we saw growing up. I mean, that that was the best of a bunch, but there were quite a lot of goals like that I mean, that we yeah. saw. I mean, especially we it, was, it
2: was after obviously our period of of winning trophies uh, with Vieira and and Henry and whatnot. I and mean, then we got into a period where we were even smaller, um, and it was just technical ability of the likes of Tommy Rosicky. Uh, Jack Wilshere, Aaron Ramsey, Santi Cazorla, yeah. and there was we used to get but even to if you go to any, f- any big teams, but the technical ability when played the small even team. if you go to players like Abu Diaby, who's a bit taller, mm. but you have got Matthew Flamini,
1: who was an exceptional player, Song, and Alexander Kleb was an unbelievable footballer. Klitschko
2: was good in his day as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, we just we just had that level of we had some really 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 good footballers, yeah. and although. We did get beaten by quite a lot of the bigger sides. We still got consistent top oh, four football. We took it for granted, though. We did take it for granted. We had kill that now. Yeah, we had a few great years with the with the cup finals. And I mean, thirteen forty. I still haven't really forgiven them for that whole cup final. That was very painful. Um, I, I know we did win, but going two 0 down was just unnecessary. <laughs> right. um, and then we had the Villa and then the Chelsea. Um, but yeah, it was just like as a kid. You knew going
2: to Arsenal you'd see. You were guaranteed
1: to see excellent football. You weren't guaranteed to see results. Now you're guaranteed to see neither.
2: Uh, In terms of my two games, I'm going to start with Arsenal's 2 1 win at the Emirates against Leicester. With our Danny Welbeck winner in the 94th minute. Good choice. I mean, it was. I mean, I, I say this, it was a very happy day. On the day, I mean, since that, after we bottled the league, I, but the, the reason why I'm picking it was because that was the first time that I recall in my lifetime actually thinking that we could win the league. Yeah, so I was so I, I
1: I just I had four games, which I wanted to talk about. And I didn't know. So that's why I wanted to go last. And I'm quite happy we've chosen that because That was one of them. Mm. I also agree. It was the first time and the only time in my life where, at the end of a match, i had been hundred percent certain that we're going to win the league title. We're going to be champions.
0: I wasn't hundred I mean, percent. I, I was no,
1: hundred percent certain because I thought it's impossible not to win this because there's no competition in this league. I didn't after yeah. that, I didn't, I didn't even see. I knew we were close to the t- table. I still didn't see was competition after that. I thought yeah, we well, are, didn't really take
0: them seriously for like until they were three points away from winning the league. I would never forgive I mean, will never forgive us not winning that title. Yeah, yeah, we forget about Tottenham as well, but we really should. No, but
1: we, bottled, we were we were far ahead of Tottenham by, by um, uh, Christmas, yeah. by January, mm. and then we that was when we our bottling period was because then we had a run of fixtures towards the end where yeah. we eventually finished above them again.
0: Yeah. Well, to be fair, that game I always remember. What I always say to people that's the best Valentine's Day I ever
2: had. Oh, no. <laughs> 14, yeah, I was gonna say it was my it was my birthday
1: game. Like once a year, you, you sort of check which um, is the closest home. To yeah, 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 type thing. Yeah, so I took two mates and stuff, and it was just, it was a great day. Oh, it was
0: the I, I've never seen celebrations like that at the Emirates. It was so good. It I, was uh, really, really. It's really good. It's up
1: there with with a few other special Emirates games.
0: Yeah, but yeah, uh, it was just that that season was amazing, and as much as I you know can't forgive us for not winning that league, Leicester winning that league was just
2: amazing, and I think yeah. actually. No, I, I, mean, agree. I agree. I mean it was a cherry on top when um top got battered four one V Newcastle in the last one. This is brilliant.
0: Yeah, and we were all at the um, I, I remember being at the Emirates for that last game and uh all you could hear was the sort of celebrations going around the ground for like the first goal. Mm. And then you'd hear a few like muffled again about like three minutes later. And we all thought, oh, it's just people reacting late to their first goal. Yeah. But it just turned out to be their second <laughs> and their third. Yeah. And I kept, <laughs> I kept running up to watch, um, to look at Gillette
1: Soccer Special and run back down and tell everyone the score, which is yeah. great. No, when I said I, I didn't agree, it's, I, oh, it was a fairy tale Leicester winning the league. And yeah. There was some enjoyment in it. But at the same time, when you haven't won a league for a decade at that point, was it? I'm not yeah. sure. Over a decade, 12 years at that point. It was just, it's, I still find it unforgivable that you yeah. can't win a league when the points accumulated necessary to win that title would be what you needed to come fourth the year before. I just. I don't see how we didn't manage to do it. The only other year where I think that we should have won the league, there are two years that I can remember watching Arsenal where I think we were the best team in that league.
2: At 7-0? We yeah, when Eduardo broke his leg away at Birmingham. Yeah. yeah, I mean, back to the game itself. I mean, it was that Danny Welbeck, injured as always, come back from three, four months out. And he came onto that game and it was it was meant to be Mesut or pinged it in. Oh, beautiful. It was just, it was just a perfect ball. I actually remember Danny Welbeck posted on Instagram afterwards after like not
1: posting for ages. And then he just put, it was like a black post and it said there's always light at the end of the
2: tunnel. Yeah, and that that, that was when the, the, all those on Instagram and whatnot, it just had like... um. Welbeck with his, of like sitting on a throne as like the second coming of Daniel. Yeah, you know? okay, <laughs> so he's Jesus, he's King, he's it's where like, he this wins. is where his Arsenal career that, yeah, like, exactly. was. On. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That didn't, kind of didn't quite turn up like that. Way, yeah, not it? quite. He's doing bits but
0: of I, I always, I, a separate point, but in, in terms of Danny Welbeck, me and my dad always have this discussion and we always think how different would Danny Welbeck's career have been if, I don't know if you remember, it was his first home game was against Man City. We drew two all. Alexis Sanchez got a volley. How different would Danny Welbeck's career at Arsenal have been if that chip in the first half, instead of hitting the inside of the post, got, would have gone in?
2: Yeah, massive. Not I, you, I don't remember it, but I, 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 I bet it would have been a game changer. But, you know, ha, like, having that debut goal, I yeah. just always think it's going to like... Yeah, you're thinking of a community shield goal, Harry. Am I? Yeah. Okay. Um, but when you talked about that volley, that's when Alexis took his shirt off. Was it No, that, no, that, that was a 2 end 2. End two. End yeah, Jack, Jack, sure. Jack Wilshire scored like a really tightly narrowed angle. Yeah, goal, and he chipped it. Yeah, yeah. And
1: he chipped, was that was, um, too he chipped Joe Hart, and then um, Alexis Sanchez scored a point. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: the second game I'm going to talk about is away at Fulham 5 1. Um, not, oh, wow. Yeah, wow. I, mean, I was I'm there th- by the way. I really? remember, it, was amazing. Um, amazing, yeah. it was also a brilliant day for DT because uh, Yang <laughs> hugged him and took his hat off or something. What a weird I mean, part of the reason why it was such a... It was the same as the Leicester game. It was it was one of those times where I thought we had hope and a lot of Arsenal fans thought oh, this is, we're, we're going to start breaking back and, and doing what we did uh, back in, in the early 2000s. And I remember the away fans saying, we've got our Arsenal back. Obviously, Unai Emery's um, after that did a sh- shocking job and, and, and drove the club backwards and I wasn't happy with them. We didn't play good football, but at that point I thought it was a good marking point for uh, having hope and having that same hope. And It was a brilliant performance with some really good goals. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, yeah. I think that Aubameyang... No, the Ramsey goal where he... Um, Love the the team down, goal. It was yeah.
1: unreal. It was a lovely touch from Lacazette with a 1-2 with Bellerin down the right side and then Ramsey just makes a beautiful run. Mkhitaryan comes mm. into a Bami and cuts it. It was a lovely goal. Yeah. It was yeah. a lovely afternoon. It was one of my first like, proper away days when I was a bit older because I didn't do much when I was younger. I went with my cousin who's a Fulham fan. We actually sat in the Fulham end because it's the only place I could get tickets. Yeah, um, It's a really weird away at Craven Cottage. The, the away end is next to... A neutral end, so yeah, like yeah. half of one side is like mixed, and then it's the away end there, yeah. And obviously, the rest of the stadium is all home end. Um, it's a lovely stadium, yeah, the bat- really when, nice. when they turn up, it bounces as well. But no, the football we played was, was really good. Lacazette's like, goals were great. Obamian scored a few good goals, I think, that game. And it was all
0: it was also just quite nice after it was a bit of a dodgy start to the season, yeah. Um, and... didn't it
2: kick start our 20? T- it kick started our, our, t- our 20, yeah, 23, game. 23 game, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, but yeah, no, that was a really good day. I remember yeah, hearing that's a choice
1: after Ramsey's goal. I remember hearing we've got our Arsenal back. in yeah, Unai exactly. Emery's red and white army. Yeah, and goosebumps. Boy, really. did that go downhill quickly? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it, it was a bit here. premature. It go like extremely. Um, <laughs> I like how Raf's yeah. gone for two games though. That was sort of emblems of hope and yeah. sort of genuine belief. I've gone for themes. Yeah, you
2: have actually. I've gone for themes. Yeah, you've you've really thought about this, and that's. What, you I know. actually thought the funny game on the way up here but, um, Oh really? Yeah but then I thought well that's the theme And um, I mean look how it's turned out And we
1: kicked on from Unbelievable. there
2: Unbelievable
1: <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to be a bit cheeky Just before I get into my two games Since Raf talked about his two games being thematic Oh well, you're not I giving I want to, yourself
0: an extra are you? I'm going
1: to very briefly just say The two <sighs> thematically crazy games I want to mention Was Reading 5, Arsenal 7 Away in the League Cup and I also went to Anfield a few years ago and we lost on penalties, but it was a 5-5 draw. So a theme in that sense. No, craziness. mental. Right. We don't have to talk about that much longer. <laughs> <though>. Because <laughs> they're not my the two <laughs> games, but I thought they have to get a mention in there. Fair enough. Right. My favourite Arsenal game is at Wembley. 2014 FA Cup Final. Arsenal 3, Hull 2. It was just, what a day. I mean... On, I can't believe he's chosen this it, one. It healed all these scars I had. That oh, I thought, it, it what, made impossible to heal after going to Arsenal against Birmingham in the League Cup final when I was younger and I made like a tin foil cup and I remember I stamped on it and I threw it down the stands and that that (laughs) final in I actually,
2: me me and Harry went to primary school together and we weren't weren't particularly close when we played football together but it's not like we're we're mates as we are now and one of the the only memories I have from Costa at primary was straight after that Birmingham... I've never actually told Costa this, it's not a big story anyway, (laughs) (laughs) pretty dull but... um, uh, it was we were, we were taking our in the cloak room. We we're taking our cloaks off, <laughs> cloaks off for Harry Potter. I mm. uh, was we taking our jackets off, and I was making fun of Harry for crying after the battle. <laughs> 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 and he was like, "I'm not the f- I'm not the fader crying. It's my passion." Did he really say that? Did he have an accent back like the then? The <laughs> okay, there you um, go. That's just me. I mean, that sounds like places. The passion
0: yeah yeah no I, I genuinely can't believe you've chosen that game because i will never ever forgive that arsenal side for that first 15 minutes oh, brilliant. Our... i mean it wasn't brilliant. the, the first 15... 15 no of course oh. it wasn't
1: brilliant but it set it up for its glory it was day. so painful two nil down and ever that i felt my body felt numb i felt really like frozen like surely this is gonna happen again you know birmingham now whole it was not glorious it was a wonderful day and then as soon as santi Gazzola, is he left-footed? Is he right-footed? We don't know, but he pops it in the top corner of his right foot from about forty were you yards not out. But just completely frozen with nerves the whole game? I was until Santi scored that free kick, and as soon as he put that in the in top bins, I knew we were winning. Like you don't score that type of goal without coming back and winning a cup final. It's just I knew something. It was it was a magical day. Well, but that the... moment was just magical at Santa Cazola free kick. I mean, it was magical because we won, right? But then, well, yeah, if good. you're looking
0: at like cup finals. Do you not then just look at Villa and think... No, Shit. that wasn't, that was a
1: bit... Sh- really? Yeah, because it was, was such a, a rollover, I mean, it's got no. nothing... Oh, oh it's was a perfect day. day. No. No toast. What, Villa? Yeah. You're just, you're just a talking, like, you you're just four nil talking nil about... 3-2, has got 4-0 You prefer like a 4... It could have been a Sunday league game, that Villa game. Yeah, but a 4-0 in a cup final. Yeah, was fantastic. fantastic. Uh, it is if you're playing like Chelsea or, or United. But, but yeah. the feeling you get after coming back from two, Tuna Downs, down... is glorious. God, it's unreal. And then amazing. I remember we sort of we put Sunogo up top. Um, oh yeah, we, the the we way went way to, him, to a tour, and We start we started launching balls up to Giroud and Sunogo, and did, I thought, yeah, I'm didn't in the a ox hit cup the final. angle.
0: Yeah, cool. He'd he sm- sm- the angle of the um, <laughs> uh,
1: Cross- what well, crossbar? Yeah, 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 yeah. He did. Yeah. Oh, but when we started throwing in Mertesacker up top with Sunogo and Giroud yeah. towards the last ten minutes, I thought, I'm I've arrived at an English Cup final properly here. No, it was brilliant. And then Kosciel only scrambled in an equaliser, and I was, I was certain we were going to win there. There was no doubt in my mind at that point. What about when Fabianski came rushing out of his goal? Yeah, that bit just, you know, my heart sort of pounded out for a second. <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. bit of doubt there. And then, you know, that Giroud flick, and then Ramsey outside of the boot. Front, yeah, it was front a nice post. goal. It was a beautiful goal, and I just remember him sort of lying down, mm, yeah. and... Sort of, there was a look of relief on his face, oh, it was and it just, kind of the noise was, was just
0: relief as well. I, love I know, those but kind I feel like goals. his
1: celebration really reflect, re- reflected reflected what it meant means meant to be an Arsenal yeah. fan on the day when it was a nine year trophy drought, and it was kind of like, finally, we've done it. We can kick start now. Of course, yeah. we haven't kick start in terms of trophies at a high level, but we yeah. won a few FA Cups. Yeah. My second game is the best game at the Emirates that there's ever been. Yeah, I, I was, I was, I was so leaving this nobody's... for one of, one of you two to do it. Yeah, I was quite surprised that nobody snatched it up. It's... I've actually gone
2: for five-one full in my head of it for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: each zero. Long it's all
2: about 4-1 Norwich as well. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. yeah. we, anyway, love, we love a theme on this podcast. Anyhow, it's, of course it's Arsenal 2, Barcelona 1, Champions League. Group stage, I believe. No, no. No, was it knockout? No, round Oh, so we lost overall then. Yeah, yeah. No. Is it the same year <laughs> where people forget. the Van Persie That's when he
2: got sent off. Sent really off of the whistling um,
1: yeah. Right, okay. Still the best game of the Emirates though. <laughs> <laughs> it was unbelievable. Oh. I've never heard the Emirates like that before. There are only some games in the last sort of decade that rival it. All the Spurs ones at home the 2-5-2 yeah. the one a few weeks ago the 4-2 from three or four years ago um, the Chelsea with the Ozil shot when yeah. he volleyed it into the ground. Those games sort of rival it but it still wasn't as loud and electric the first time I've heard the chant, we're by far the greatest team the world has ever seen, and actually believed it. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it held its full value that song that day.
0: Yeah. Also, it's just as well as beating Barcelona, being able to actually see that Barcelona side in the flesh oh. as well. I mean, I would have been perfectly happy if we'd have drawn or lost that game, and I'd have seen, seen Messi and David Villa and Iniesta and Javi. I well, was just not serious.
1: not not only did we beat the best, in my opinion, ever football team. Jack Wilshire, a 19-year-old kid, oh. has taken the game at full oh throttle, throttle to the best ever midfield in history. Yeah, I mean, Busquets, Iniesta, and Xavi are mm. unreal. I could watch them in my sleep. Like, and Wilshire <laughs> took the ball. <laughs> <of> the <laughs> can, <laughs> I, can I just pick you up on watching them in your sleep?
0: What, what does that that mean? Mean?
1: It's, it's a metaphor for dreaming. So because they're um, right. I don't Dude, think that's, that's a metaphor that doing. anyone else has ever used. Well, that's what we do on this podcast. We come up with new phrases. <laughs> okay. I, I think you've got yourself out of trouble there. No, I'm a junior yeah. gunner, guys. I'm one step ahead of the game. You're right. a junior gunner. Yeah, you know when you get the junior gunner pass and it says one step ahead of the game. Oh, right. Yeah, there okay. you go. He's, he's got it. Right. done well to redeem himself, but he's started. No, a shot, listen, I've had everything under control. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, moving onwards. So yeah, Wilshere was superb, wasn't he? The way he received the ball like
2: he was playing for their team which is in yeah. a red shirt. it was incredible I mean I mean I'm going to bring it back to Aaron Rams though, and the fact that the, the way he celebrates goals is the same way in that game oh, oh you Chesney where he just gets it. on his knees and he's fucking oh the
0: Chesney oh, yeah <laughs> it brilliant
2: and it wasn't wasn't that the one where he hugged the ball boy as yeah, well yeah I'm not surprised Fantastic. it was the
1: happiest he's ever been yeah. of course happiest Oh, and then the sort of Van Persie scored a world I mean it was a world class goal It was a volley From yeah. a narrow angle, angle Victor Valdez Had no chance Like who would have seen it coming but Nobody also, would have attempted it It what was What
0: brilliant our shipping goal as well. Just, counter, uh, just I, I always sweet. remember the um, the commentary from that game was mm. just, uh, once he put it in, it was a, uh, I, th- I can't remember who the commentator was. Martin Tyler. Know. Was it Martin I Tyler? Said, yeah, and then he yeah. said, a Barcelona goal from Arsenal. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I love that. Well, Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Yeah. Okay, so we've left ourselves a little bit of time for an honourable mention section, and... Uh, the two that I can think of are both defeats. Right, that's good from you. Yeah,
2: which is a bit It's unorthodox.
0: Yeah, it is unorthodox. The first one war is a I think it was three one to United.
1: Home or away?
0: Home. Okay, was it did Rudy score on the counter? I don't think so it was when De Gea made about 16 oh this is very recent they had the
2: and Lingard yeah that, that okay, was um, Lingard actually yes, got it. the record for the most saves in the game yeah
0: it was just the most unbelievable game of football the we'll we'll Emirates so well. so so, was so well much played better. so yeah. well I just I think like alright that was a game I just I really really enjoyed I mean at the end of the game obviously really angry that you've lost but just looking back on it it's, it's one just, of
1: the only times you can say we've lost but we yeah, yeah.
0: and deal with it because we were so much better. Oh, it was just a fantastic game of football. And then the second one I'm going to mention is very weird. Oh, actually, yeah, I've got two more. The second one I'm going to mention, also very weird. Uh, we lost 2-1 at home to Watford.
1: Yes, was there. I remember it was so strange. I remember really Gomez just giving it the beating. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and we were 2-0 down at half-time. Then Iwobi scored. Yeah, And then Lucas Perez hit the bar with, I think, probably the greatest shot I've ever seen. It was nearly, like, it's hit the bar and just sort of briefly, bounced.
1: As you said, Lucas Perez, I thought that ridiculous 40 he scored. In oh, against Bournemouth. Against
2: Bournemouth. Yeah. And Giroud doing his Scorpion kick oh, that celebration. That was, was about so three nice. days after. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was really that's annoying. What that's what I bought Alexis Sanchez the ticket to Manchester, because he was absolutely livid. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> he, was, still he was, had about five minutes left, yeah. because he was fucking doing his fucking ballet. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> yeah so that wasn't ideal. Did you have one
0: more, then? Uh, well, so that Watford game—I don't know why I enjoyed that. It was sort of—it um, was enjoy that? well, I—I I didn't obviously. Good. I didn't enjoy it after okay. um, after we'd lost, but I just remember sort of like having a lot of fun at the game okay. um, because it was a season where we'd sort of come back so many times, to- so mm. oh god, uh, where we'd come back so many times. Um, yeah. as soon as Iwobi really? scored that goal, I just remember like, the Emirates really getting behind right. everyone. I mean, For that Iwobi you. goal, the guy that sits behind us, Fat Harry, Fat who Harry, has a yeah. hot dog stand, uh, I remember him very distinctly, he kissed me on the lips, okay. and then whispered in my ear, we're going to win the league, like. okay. <laughs> um, and then we lost 2-1, but that was just <laughs> something uh, I really enjoyed. It stands out. Yeah, and then the last one I'm going to mention is a win, uh, and... Uh oh, I'm going to have to pick between these.
1: But I've got one as well, so...
0: Okay, so I'm going to pick the, the... There's a 3-1 home game against okay. Leicester.
1: Fine.
0: Um, where Ozil just put out an absolute masterclass. Yeah, I remember that game. It was unreal. And I think that was one of
2: the greatest nights. It wasn't there. even... That was, was also Prime in Yeah. Prime, prime in yeah. Primary. Uh, That was As they really we were going
1: to get something special under that but, game. But yeah, just the three goals in that game, I thought... A well worth. the It's mention. not just the dummy and then the Lacazette touch and then O's just flick for a Bellingham's goal. It's the first one where he plays an inci- Oh no, the second one sorry, where he plays an incisive pass mm. into Bellerin, yeah. yeah, who then plays it across the goal for a Bellingham. I think. But also his
2: first goal where it's his first goal. It run across your body one touch. It's yeah. the yeah. same goal, goal. he scored against Napoli. His first goal for Arsenal. Where it's let it It's just let it go to his left like foot. Like outside he's just spin. Exactly. So much panache on the ball. Yeah. Right. Just before we move on, then I'd like
1: to mention one more which was I think I was in year four so quite a long time ago it was 1-0 at home to Leeds in a, in a cup replay where Thierry Henry's come back on the phone oh yeah he's oh, yeah. on that About was twenty minutes to go. Was, yeah, that was. That I was so remember sad. the whole stadium? Must be the first time the Emirates, the whole stadium, at full throttle, just oh. gone. Thierry Henry, the like yeah. charm in oh. full effect, and it he amazing. just went went up and gave Arsene a massive hug. Yeah, oh, yeah no, that that was it was brilliant. so good that me and Abdulaziz and the four had to include it in our weekly magazine that we did. <laughs> 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 really? Yeah, he was it's, doing it. It's got into the, yeah, sure, the weekly magazine. I'm sure. Weekly magazine. I'm sure Thierry's never forgot that. Yeah, oh, exactly. mate! It's probably the highlight of his career.
0: Okay, so given that it's an international special, right, well, international break special, I thought it would be a perfect time to introduce what I think is going to become a a regular section in our podcast. Um, And so this week I've, I've done it, and essentially what we're going to do is we're going to, either me or Harry every week are going to research a player that most fans probably won't know about that have... An amazing backstory. From
1: any period of the yeah. Arsenal.
0: So we're talking like you can pre-World War One or whatever. Pre-professional era. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so this week the player that I've chosen is uh, Peter Story. Sure. And a I don't know.
1: Yeah. I was going <laughs> to okay. say, oh, uh, right. he has a good story.
0: Yeah, he does yeah. have a good story. Um, I don't know whether he's... I don't know whether either of you have ever heard of him. No, no. 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 Um, so, Peter
1: I'm Story. The story's a real page turner. What, well, can we stop with the story <laughs> buttons?
2: You you also <laughs> winked on Page Turner. I, I did not wink with this. Did you give <laughs> a, a, no, a, no, 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 a no. wink? <laughs> no, no, you've done a wink. You've done a wink. I've done a page turner. <laughs> you've the <You've winced>. <laughs> 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 wrong time to wink.
1: <laughs> yeah. If anything, you wink on Story. Yeah. That's <laughs> his name. Yeah. But A, I didn't wink, but wouldn't you wink on Turner? Why? Why Turner? His name's Story. Oh, but you've gone Page Turner.
2: Yeah, it's but the page, the,
1: the, 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 the page turn apart's not the pun.
0: Pardon? I mean, the page turner apart's not the pun. No, I know, but
1: it's kind of the nicest, I don't
0: know. All right, anyway. Anyway, <laughs> anyway okay, so Peter's story. He was a double winner um, for Arsenal. He was essentially responsible for Arsenal's first double in 1971.
1: Uh, 71? Yeah. Did we not win a double in the 30s? Mm, not the conventional. Not the conventional double, though.
0: Um, but yeah, so he, he never scored, ever. Um, and he scored two in the FA Cup semi-final. Right, so I'm sorry if this is a little bit bad quality, uh, but I'm very conscious that in editing this, I've failed to mention that one of Peter Story's two goals that he scored in the Cup semi-final, uh, which was a draw um, that kept our double hopes alive, we were 2-0 down, and one of the goals he scored, never scored for Arsenal, was a late penalty that he had to take against none other than Gordon Banks in goal. And he's tucked it away. And the game finished 2-2 and we then went on to win the replay. So I think that's a, an impressive detail that I failed to mention that I thought I should include. Double winner with Arsenal. England international, but what happened to him after was very interesting. So I'm just going to get my uh, my notes out here. So Peter's story after retiring from football, he was convicted of quite a few criminal offences. Was he getting him? He little bit, yeah. So his first one was um, keeping a brothel. He he had a brothel. Right. Um, which was During one of his. his playing career? Or no, no, this okay. was, okay. This was after, after his retirement. Okay. This was one of his hobbies after he retired. Right. As you do. So, yeah, so he had a brothel, and the most interesting one he was jailed for was he was jailed for three years for dealing in counterfeit antique gold coins. Right. Explain. So, I don't really know how he's done this, but on Peter Story's Wikipedia page, which is probably not something you want to see for an ex professional footballer. There is a section just called Criminal Convictions, uh-huh. which yeah. probably isn't ideal. Um, but yeah, so he essentially, when dealing in these coins, he was helping um, local gangsters who were called the Barry Brothers, um, and he was helping them to counterfeit money by providing finance and storage of cast dye. I don't right. don't really know what that means. That's
1: a sort of substance they've used in their drugs that they sell.
0: Something, I don't know. Anyway, so he was then arrested for dealing in these counterfeit coins. Uh, and then whilst he was on bail, he set up a brothel called the Calypso Massage Parlor. Um, and that was just to try and raise enough money to flee to Spain. Right. Uh, that was the only not point not of the brothel. Not enough money from his playing career? Nope. No, no. He, he used most of his money from his playing career to uh, buy a pub.
2: Okay. Um, so a
0: brothel I Yeah, I don't, I don't really. Anyway, but Peter's story is a very interesting man. Um, yeah. So he then he was handed a twelve-month sentence um, after the the brothel incident.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So he was handed a twelve-month sentence for his for his brothel incident, and then after that, um, he also. Was so that, that twelve months was a suspended sentence, and while he was du- doing the suspended time before he started the twelve month period, he stole two cars he had on hire whilst he was running his minicab firm. Right, uh, which he's got he a set up. Thing. Yeah, he, he okay. has a he has a minicab firm. I like it. Um it seems and like then- a man
1: that can't relax.
0: Yeah, I don't really know what was going on with him. So then he had a time on unemployment benefits and he worked on a market stall in Portobello Road. Uh, And then in 1990, this was his last uh, bit in jail, he was jailed for 28 days for attempting to import 20 pornographic videos from Europe, which he had hidden in a spare tyre.
2: Oh, that's clever though, give him that.
0: Yeah, but they found it in the spare tyre. Um... And then, yeah, and then after his release in 1990, he worked as a, a minicab driver again in Islington. Um, and then he went to Istanbul in 1995 and worked as a chauffeur for a Turkish gangster, I think. Right. Um, and then he moved to, um, to southern France in 2004 and he sold all of his football memorabilia and medals for about 20 grand. And he's been living off that ever
1: since. To this day. To of this course, day. Twenty grand in what? What year? Two thousand and four. That's not enough money to live off. It's well, sun in
0: France. He's still alive. So, yeah, you, Peter, right. if you're listening to this, get on the podcast.
2: Get in touch. You could be the next special guest. In exactly. The interlock. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, very interesting story.
2: It is indeed. Good well, man. Uh,
0: and just to keep. This episode, in some sort of uh, context, we should probably talk about a few of the international games just before we end. Um, so, Harry,
1: I think you had something. Oh, so the England game, of course, you have to consider opposition being very, very poor. Yeah. But Foden was outstanding. Oh, he's I so mean, good. he's showing glimpses of what he could be at the highest level in that number eight position. So was Saka, to be fair. Really, I actually good thought Saka was kind of quiet didn't really do anything all game but his goal the touch and yeah. the finish on the volley was amazing but i wanted to talk about Foden because i thought he was just superb. amazing superb to watch i mean scary like how good he was yeah um is there anything else you wanted to touch on the England game as a bit of a
0: no not really i mean i actually I, I was quite interested i think the there was a stat um that one of the commentators said that was, I think, England's last five away fixtures at Andorra had all been nil-nil at half-time. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Which? Or was it 2-0 the other day or
0: 1-0? Yeah, 2-0. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some improvement there. Also, they mentioned Sancho. I thought he was quite good. Sancho was yeah.
2: good, yeah. Um, and, you know, he's a really, really good player. Um, I don't doubt that I mean when you think of those young players Foden and Sancho are a level above and I I love Sass's pieces but they're both no I agree my better than him their technical abilities through the roof
0: yeah yeah. Yeah, I think you'd struggle to find players that come close to them yeah
1: Yeah. so moving on to the Nations League which is um, course and discussion in terms of like whether people like it or not I quite like it because I think it's more interesting and the game, quality of game is better than just friendly. I'll tell you who doesn't like it who? that I was seeing this morning. Thibaut
2: Courtois. Okay, I'll absolutely oh, yeah, but that, that was more so the thirds. Uh, the, the I mean, got so much shit though because yeah. the, 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 in all those tournaments, there's always a third place playoff. Yeah, a now third place playoff in the World Cup. But, money yeah, now. yeah. It's, it's always been the case, and yeah, football is all about money. But he was chatting that as us. Yeah, it's he, sort he was sort of extracting extracting a point about the, the second World Cup, every the biannual World Cup, like yeah, you know, and stuff yeah. like that,
1: and applying it to something which yeah, really I think work. I
0: think everything had come to a head in mm-hmm. his head and he just decided that he'd blurt it all out. I yeah, just wanted to vent basically. Yeah.
1: But no, the semi-final between Belgium and France was unreal. It was a football. Belgium were excellent. They were far, by far the better team in my And than Lukaku's left. goal. Oh my god. Oh, that was
2: ridiculous. Really
0: yeah. Ooh, so good. Yeah. Oh, just the the way he plays.
1: I oh, I love the way he plays. Do you? I, just... I, I find it quite amusing because his touch is awful, but then also he just attracts sort football of oh, players around him creates space don't around him I touch is as bad as people say it is it's not it as bad as it was, it was a few years it ago it, it's not as bad as it was a few
0: years ago but it's still but the not way he sort way. Of, it's okay now he yeah. takes it having pinned the defenders and then sort of like because
1: well, it creates space for the wing yeah. backs
2: and stuff to get around it's really clever yeah. that's why it worked um, so well in that fight back with Chelsea when you've got Alonso and James who are just suited for just getting it's like the goal yeah
1: yeah exactly when you know he pinned like yeah, holding Amari, who you know very naively got yeah, and trapped in. Was yeah, James just right down the outside. Um, but no, in that second half, you saw a Galactico-style French side just come out with yeah. individual quality and just. I mean, like, the goal they were just was playing outside. the fire. I'm not sure. What well, fire. in the final,
2: yeah,
1: well, I was in the semi-final. Oh, talking right. about, um, yeah, Mbappe. Ripping a few players. off. Oh, oh, Benzema's first touch, swivel on his week foot. Benzema's fantastic. Like, like oh. he—he's he, right up there. He's arguably he, the best he, he, world the right now. The thing
0: is, is he actually always has been up. Or always. Oh has yeah, because been he did
1: up. so much selfish work when he played with Ronaldo. Selfless. Yeah. Selfless. That's the one. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah selfless. I <laughs> mean, it's true, isn't it? Yeah. So much of what Ronaldo's I mean. done is thanks to Benzema. And then yeah. the the final was also quite exciting. Uh, I actually missed most of it. I caught the last 20 minutes coming back But from work. yeah, there was just a very clear offside goal. It's like, a stupid new rule or something I di- about... <clears throat> I didn't actually know what the argument was. So the, ar- the argument is that so he's offside but because Garcia's got a little touch the defender's on the ball, made like it's a, a second phase of play right. which means he's onside because <laughs> Gar- it's Garcia to Mbappe rather than France playing okay. a Garcia. But the thing is I can understand that like, if Garcia's changed the direction of the ball big yeah, time. Yeah. It's, not, it's moved about I don't know 20 centimetres yeah it was mean? more of a deflection on the pass rather rather on like the pass yeah, yeah. so therefore it should be treated as a, like the on target off target thing of own goals like if it's on target and there's deflection it's still your goal and if it's yeah. off target I mean, with, it with those rules it's just
2: got to be more open to interpretation in that yeah, sense that the, the ref should see that, that it that yeah. isn't a new phase of play it's yeah, barely towards exactly. Garcia um, and in which case you can get the right decision absolutely yeah.
1: but no France looking good ahead of the World Cup um, in my opinion they're still right up there as favourites. favourites yeah I guess so
0: um but even though there have been a few games I think we'd all be very glad to
1: see Premier League football come I can't back can't wait for the Arsenal to be yeah. back yeah
2: going to be massive
1: so we've come to the end of our first ever international episode break episodes, and we should probably stop calling it that actually. no cause it's more of just a special episode yeah yeah. we've come to the end of our first special episode on Left on Red and it was a great laugh it was good fun talking about some memories of Arsenal back in the day but I think I speak on behalf of everyone we say we're much more excited start to get talking about what's going to happen now and in the future with Arsenal, starting with Palace at home on Monday night. Yeah. Not this Monday, the one in two weeks. Yeah, we've got a while to go still.
0: Yeah, so we'll see you then.
2: Take care, guys. Cheers.